This portion of the show is brought to you by American Trailer Company. This is the Jeff Orvid Show. Welcome, everyone. Thanks for listening. Jeff Orvitz here. Mark Howitt here with me today as well. We're, we're toying with his, his new toy, by the way. So he's, he's got his own board now. So he brought that into the studio. So, so the studio is a little crowded. We yeah, got two yeah, we boards, got two, two computers, boards. two everything. Yeah, two of everything. It's, it's like a little Noah's Ark here of, of, <laughs> of digital technology. Yeah, well, he's trying to do more podcasts himself, plus fill in for me from time to time. So, hey, get, get your own board. And So Noah's Ark works. had like a, one male, one female of all the animals. So yeah. I... I I, I got, just want to say I got right the now, male board. you got the female board. No, I got the, come on, I got the, the male board because the male is always <laughs> superior species of the of the species, right? Yeah, no, but my board's bigger. <laughs> <laughs> all right we've got a lot for you today you got any comments love to hear from you talk with jeff at icloud.com always appreciate that um the outage that happened i want to start with that um so at&t and other phone carriers you know cell phone providers reported an outage or people started reporting at like 4 a.m eastern time yep. by 7 a.m it was like you know zombie apocalypse because tens of thousands of people didn't have access to their cell phones so people um, so, were calling in on their cell phone to report the outage. Yeah, how did how did they do that? They probably went on there. Um, th- there's this whole argument going on right now. That the people that have been forced to go back to the office, right. they're like, I was able to report this via Wi-Fi at my house, so I shouldn't have to come back to the office ever. Because look what can happen. We can have a you know cell phone outage. Um, so that was like AT and T, a couple of the other um, you know carriers that they own. I guess it was like 32,000 NBC was reporting, and then it bumped up to around 50,000 people without cell coverage by 7 a.m. Could you imagine like 10, 20 years ago, this was a, a no big deal. So was this a series of towers that went out, or do you know the, the technical they, details? Well, here's the end of the NBC report here. The FBI, the Department of Homeland Security, and the Federal Communications Commission are investigating. Oh. So, you know, the first <laughs> thing you think when this happens is cyber Cyber attack, cyber warfare. They're not saying it was that. Well, do you remember but, when it was? I think it was down in Phoenix or just north of Phoenix. Somebody cut the fiber optic line yeah. that serves northern Arizona. Yep. Uh, like, how easy is that to do? There was only for the longest time. I don't know if they've changed that. There was one fiber optic line right. that served all of northern Arizona. Yeah, and you chop it. It's very vulnerable. Yeah. Um, and then if you, they've been talking about this in the Red Sea with all the. Uh, attacks that are going on the Houthis and, and this and that, yeah. Yep. Um, and they're saying that oh, there's always the risk of that line in that area getting cut because there's there's these main, I guess, trunk lines that supply everything into the communities mm-hmm. and the towns and the cities and, and whatnot. And yeah, if you take that out, we're pretty dang vulnerable. And I look at this as is this a wake up call to people? You know, we had the guy on that. Uh, what was his name? He he produced the film powered lights out, power up, or something like that, about the potential for the grid to go down. Right. Um, and who was that? It was Dennis Quaid was the was the narrator on that documentary. Okay. And they were talk he was talking about, well, cyber attack, solar flares. It was like four key things that could cause the power to go out. Right. And communications to go out. Well, you know, it wasn't a big deal not that long ago, but now it's a big deal because everybody's connected and everything that you order, everything that's the supply chain, everything relies on this complex communications chain. Yeah, and so you have a, I mean, the whole EMP threat, you know, nuclear EMP, but the solar flare effectively doing the same thing. Yep. And uh, I had read a while back that the Americans in their military, we said, eh, it's not that big a deal. The Russians apparently have hardened their jets against EMPs. Uh, Certain 
you know, depending on the length of wire and all that, the EMPs can affect electronics. Yeah, the, the, more, the, the bigger boards, less, the, yeah. the, the chips and stuff. I thought that the U.S. had done that as well. With we've probably done something yeah, right now, but, but the Russians were really proactive because they saw the they saw the risk. Yeah. I'm, but the commercial side of this, and that was the argument in that film, was um, to shield the transformers and whatnot from a solar flare, which naturally happens from time to time. They so yeah. they threw that out too. That could this have been a solar flare? But then I don't think the power grids were affected. So. Um, I don't know. To me, and I'm just assuming here, it smacks of cyber, or maybe it's just a big oops. You know, oops. A, a big <laughs> uh, piece of equipment went kaputs, yep. and pff, done. It's down. You know. So I read a, a good book. I think it was a book. Might have been an article. It was the night the lights went out about New York City when they lost power for. It was basically all night and part of the next day, as, as I recall. Yeah. And what it was is some little circuit board basically in Canada <laughs> died. Because. So, the whole system, not just the eastern seaboard, but it, the whole power grid goes up into Canada as well. Mm -hmm. And as one power plant goes down, the others can get overloaded, and it can trigger a Cascading domino effect. type effect, yeah. yeah, yeah. Of, of power plants cutting off. And it, it came down to like one computer thing, circuit board in, in Canada went down, knocked a power plant out, and then it just cascaded, and the lights went out in New York. And the question was, all right, it's New York City. Is the crime going to be insane? Well, no, because the criminals were not prepared. They didn't know it was coming. And actually, crime was low or as normal. It was normal or lower than usual that okay. night. So mm -hmm. they, not were, a big they were scared of the dark. But if the criminals knew the power was going to go out, the security cameras were going to go down, all that ahead of time, what would have happened? Well, if you live in a country, did we talk about this yesterday? Or maybe you and I talked about it on, on Tuesday, Mark. You know, where we see the economy going and where we see things going and, you know— even the, the worst places in the world keep the lights on. They just may be intermittent. They right. might be going out. They have they have power outages. You know, every 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 twelve hours or something. So if you know that, it's kind of like the purge comes to life, and all of a sudden people are like, okay, at midnight, we know the power's we know going, the power's going, going out. Yep. Yeah, but if it just happened once like that, but that what your example does a perfect example of single point of failure. You know, right. you got this complex, all these complexities, and one thing could just. It's so complex. One thing goes wrong. But what I what's encouraging though, when you see something like this, okay, yeah, these people, tens of thousands of people, didn't have phone service. But I think I have AT and T. I'm not even sure. I have AT and T or Verizon on this thing. Right. As far as, there's only what three or four. There's of two the, the towers. Okay, they they own all the towers, right? It didn't go out everywhere. It wasn't a single point of failure. So sometimes you wonder if the warnings are overblown, like. Is everything really going to go out if it, it, you know, if there's a solar flare? Is everything going to pop at the same time? And all this, like, like in the movies where all of a sudden they show from a satellite view yep. and the lights just go ding, 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 ding across the whole continent. <laughs> right. They just go out. I, I don't know. Maybe if we're in a massive nuclear war or something like that. Right. I, I, I don't know. Well, here's one concern I have is uh, I have Verizon. Okay. Because uh, they seem to give me great sir, yeah, coverage up here in Arizona, northern Arizona. But uh, there's an offer from Verizon to also have my home Wi-Fi via Verizon towers. It's basically like a cell phone that provides your Wi-Fi. And I'm like, yeah. then I'm really stuck because then if Verizon or whoever goes down... You've got a single point of failure. Though. I've got a single point yeah. of failure. So I have a separate internet provider from my phone company. And if one goes down, maybe the other might still work. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. Well, let's talk a little bit about that, being prepared and being diversified as far as um, trying to shield yourself from this, because I think the cyber attacks, and I don't know if this is a cyber attack or not. Uh, I got another example, though, of pharmacies that were hit today um, at, the, at about the same time. So we'll get to that here in just a second. Hey, if I was selling a home in the Flagstaff area right now, northern Arizona, I'd be calling Kelly Broadus as long as my phone worked. 
<laughs> or you can get her on Wi-Fi. I just drive over there. I say, Kelly, I got to list my home. Kelly brought us with the Broadest Properties Group, brokered by EXP. She's done such a great job for so many people, including uh, Bob and Betty, who wanted to move down to Sedona for warmer weather. I think, Mark, we've talked about that too, right? <laughs> and they read all of Kelly's five-star reviews online, decided to give her a call. She helped them find the perfect home and even negotiated the price down by more than $50,000. So you're buying, you're selling homes. Kelly Broadus and her great team can help you out. Get an instant valuation on your home right now at northernarizonafinehomes.com, northernarizonafinehomes.com, or call Kelly at 888-446-5602. That's 888-446-5602. 5602. Anyway, they, they say that everything's been restored for the wireless customers. You, it used to have a backup, and it would be the landline is one thing. So you'd maybe have your cell coverage through the cell company, and then there was a separate company that did the landline thing. But those are like being dropped out all over. Nobody has that anymore. We are it's remodeling a house right now, and, yeah. we're, and we're pulling out all the landlines because nobody, nobody uses wants. landline. It's a waste of yeah. wires running through your house. But here's a concern. So your cell phone goes down. A lot of this younger generation doesn't carry cash. It's all Venmo or one of these other um, electronic payment systems or in, Apple Pay. or In the phone. In the phone. Yeah. If your phone goes down, you can't even buy stuff. You can't even pay for a taxi cab to get home. You can't buy groceries. You can't do anything. You've put so much trust in this one device. You know, I like having cash. I like having some gold and silver. I like having diversity mm -hmm. in every aspect. Can you get by for a short period of time if something like this happened. Yeah, and for, yep. you, you make a great point. I didn't even think about that. For the young folks, yeah, th this is their world. That's why when we go to a central bank digital currency, which I hate and don't want to go to, yep. they'll be like, oh, yeah, that's perfect. I already pay with my phone. Right. They'll have no clue oh, about the, yeah. the, the roots of it. But um, having, yeah, some some cash on hand, how many times have you seen people paying for things for dollar items? They use the card. It's right. like... Can we get 20 bucks in your pocket so you can get home? I've actually looked into it, and i got to call Justin at, at Desert Gold Exchange on this one. Um, there's a company that makes a credit card size um, uh, gold uh, bar. Oh. So it's as thin as a credit card. It's the same size as a credit card. And they break off oh, into I've 20. Seen these. Yeah, they're like actually. one gram pieces of gold or something, two gram. And they, they break off into like 20 or 30 little yep. rectangles yep. from that card. They're even scored a little bit. Yes. So if the you-know-what hit the fan, you could have that. I'm, you know, we're leaving in about two weeks to head over to Europe, and then you're going to use your board and fill in a little Which bit. Which I was going to ask you, since you bought your liras for <laughs> Turkey, about how much money have you lost already before <laughs> you've even gone? <laughs> <laughs> yes, they're, 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 they're experiencing Turkey's got 60 to 80% inflation. Yeah, so they, they're, uh, they're, their currency's devaluing by, what, 8% uh, eight, eight a month? So they did the opposite. 7%. Thing. We raised rates to stop inflation Erdogan over there, he actually cut rates. Yeah, yeah. It, it made a disaster, triple-digit inflation. His picture's on all the money. Yeah. But yeah. anyway, going I, back to your gold thing, I have seen that credit card thing. Yeah, yeah. It's it's um. It's an interesting idea. Yeah, and I thought about um, they're a little pricey though because you're you're not. It's not the best way to buy dollar uh, gold as far as cheapness per ounce. Right. Because you're paying for you're a paying kind a of premium. a custom product. Yeah. But I was thinking you're traveling. And you've got that in your in your wallet, and who knows what could happen. Yep. And even if you're traveling a couple hours away, it's like, well, here, everybody can take, everybody would take that. Everybody can well, take gold. I don't know if ever, some people don't even know what it is. Well, That's you so didn't sad. take the gold from the guy from uh, Dubai that pulled oh, over man, on the side of the road. <laughs> and, and other people have now reported they saw yeah, this guy. Yeah, our buddy Aaron said the No, same I thing. didn't take it. I, I just was like, you know, this guy's like, I'm stuck. I'm from Dubai, and I got this gold. Just give me some cash. And I was like, I don't buy gold from the side of the road. Do you, if you need help, I'll bring you 
yep. you know, into town or so whatever. I saw, you know, I've, I've got uh, Venmo on my phone. I've got cash in my pocket. I've mm -hmm. got a checkbook. Oh, I don't have that. And yeah. I've got a debit card and yeah. a credit card. I've got a lot of ways to pay. Yeah. Um, but I saw something interesting recently. You know, I'm one of those few people that still pays in dollars for a lot of things. Mm -hmm. And I, I gave somebody a $100 bill. Uh, I don't know if I was shopping or eating out or what. But they had a little, you know, I've seen the pens where they mark on them. Yeah. But this was a little electronic scanner oh. that scanned the dollar bill. There's a strip in that bill. The hundred, is it a hundred dollar bill? It was a hundred. It's yeah. probably the strip. There's the a strip in there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, they don't like fifties. Hundreds are like fifties are scrutinized more than you don't see them as much. Yeah. Um, and, and they really scrutinize it, but yeah. So yeah, have some money set aside. So you had that outage. Um, it should be a warning sign to us. Now pharmacies were shut down as well. Phar a pharmacies across the country re are reporting delays to prescription orders due to a cyber attack against one of the nation's largest healthcare, Fox Business, healthcare technology companies, uh, Change Healthcare. Have you ever heard of that? Never heard of them, okay, but Change, I don't pay attention to yeah, that stuff. Right. Change Healthcare, a company handling orders and patient payments throughout the U.S., first noticed the quote-unquote cybersecurity issue affecting its networks Wednesday morning on the East Coast. Uh, here's a quote from them. Change Healthcare has experienced a network interruption related to a cybersecurity issue, and our experts are working to address the matter. Once we became aware of the outside threat... In the interest of protecting our partners and patients, we took immediate action to disconnect our systems to prevent further impact, said a change healthcare uh, statement. So they, they cut the line, basically, you know, and said disconnected from the, from the system. They must have detected something, some kind of threat, some kind of attack. But think about that. Um, how many people rely on, well, the phones, the Internet, the networks for their prescriptions to quite frankly, stay healthy or to stay alive right. through different medications, <laughs> right? And um, this, this this one company that handles so many of the orders and to facilitate it for the pharmacies had to shut down. What would happen if it was, and, and I'm not trying to be doomsday prepper here for you folks, but what would happen if it was a few days right. or a few weeks, something major happened, some disruption, a cyber attack, a solar flare, yeah, it, it, chaos in hours if if this stuff goes down. If you're looking at living hand to mouth or taking your pills, you mm -hmm. know, and buying them like every other day, yeah, you do need to have call it stockpiles, but be ready, you know, for a power outage that would last a week or yeah, or longer. Yeah, you know, it, the old timers around here in Flagstaff, the, it had that blizzard. Of, I think it was 1978, and the power was out for like a week. There was, you can see pictures. I mean, that. Oh, that that was the late 60s, I think. I thought it was 78. You see, that this one's like the the mythical. Because um, I know somebody that went through it, but yeah. you had snow up to the power lines. Yeah. I mean, it was it was insane. And and yeah, the, and there was no connectivity. No, and the trains couldn't then. run. Yeah. The, they, the train tracks were too blocked to even run. Yeah. And That's, so, and then, yeah, there was no. It, well, you weren't relying on a, a system internet. like you are now. If you went to a, a, a pharmacy, they probably were like creating the stuff there still, you know, and writing it out on a little hand yep. prescription pad and this and that. But we're so reliant on these systems. It's it's actually, it's it's a little scary. It is a little scary. And, it, you know, especially in Northern Arizona, a lot of our um, interconnectivity is up on top of mountains. You know, this radio station broadcasts from a mountain. But yeah. There's a lot of the Wi-Fi and all that up on top of the hills too. You know, if a snowstorm takes it out, it doesn't just take it out. It also blocks the road to get out there to repair it, you know. Yeah. Mount Eldon Road, seven-mile trip up Mormon Mountain, you know, trying to get out there, real pain, to re actually repair something if the towers get knocked over by snow or taken out. It's it's more than just, we'll just drive up there and fix it. <laughs> you yeah, gotta, it, take, it takes a lot of time. Yeah. yeah. All right. Love to hear from you. What do you think? Um, 
cyber attack? Um, is this an eminent thing? And is oh, this going to it's going to yeah. get worse? And worse. I mean, they must be fighting this stuff off all the time. But is it more isolated? Is it? Are we going to have the one cyber attack that takes everything out? I'm starting to think that's less and less likely. But it could take out major, mm-hmm. um, important uh, components. Um, that, that impact your life all the time. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Let's talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Hey, you want to talk to uh, Glenn Least about your portfolio? Let me give you his number. He, he does such a great job of explaining what's going on out there in the markets, uh, giving you a, a wealth of just different options, looking at your individual situation, trying to find the, the, the best road to you for, uh, for, you f- uh, for retirement and um, making sure that you get the best return as, as possible on a portfolio. Um, you might want to get a second set of eyes. You might want to make sure that you don't have the, the wokeness and all that woke mitigation, you know, all the woke companies in your portfolio. He does the woke mitigation portfolio review, which I think is pretty cool. Uh, give Glenn Least a call right now, 928-225-2474. That's Glenn Least at WT Wealth Management. I've been working with him for years, uh, 928-225-2474. I did get a life straw, though. I got a pack of those. Those are great. Yeah. Do yeah. you have some of those? I had one. And I can't remember where I put it. So I was like, I need to get <laughs> that another one. Come in. <laughs> That's another thing. Like, okay, we, you, you, you try to prepare for things like power outages and, and this and that. And I've been reorganizing where I store stuff, putting them in bins with labels. Yep. And um, I have camp gear. And I know within the camp gear, I have different filtration systems where we're hiking and stuff. But no, I bought the Life Straw. It came in like a pack of four. Um, I think I want to say 60 bucks for four, 70 bucks, something like that. Yeah. And I tried one out. It worked. Yeah. It worked fine. I don't know if I'd be happy sucking out of a puddle or something, but, um, <laughs> I guess if you're sitting well, there thirsty, stranded somewhere. One trick we learned from backpacking is, you know, we, you always had water filters for backcountry, you know, getting water out of streams and yeah. stuff that animals are urinating in. One of the <laughs> tricks is <laughs> bring a coffee filter, just your simple paper coffee filter, and you can pre-filter all the moss and stuff before you actually suck it through the your hard life stuff. straw. Yeah. yeah. The big chunks. You could use a sock. You could use a sock. Yeah. I mean, that, it's, that comes with some penalties, but uh, it well, does. But if it's, it's a clean sock or a dirty sock. Oh, it's dirty. Yeah. But you, you <laughs> could use that sock. You could. You know, or you could you could fill that sock with some sand. Sure. Run it through and put it in. I mean, there's all lo- little different techniques. Little tricks. Yeah. I mean, we, no, but it's just, yeah, when you see an outage like this, you, you got to wonder. And you know that the Russians and the Chinese, they're working on this just as, as we are as well. The Israelis are big on this. Oh, yeah. Iran is big on this. Well, the Israelis came out with the, the whole Pegasus system. Is, which, it, is that the one with the reactors that they shut down? No, this is where that uh, the software, they could just call your phone. <clears throat> okay. And it would download onto your phone automatically. Without you connecting or yep. pulling a file? Or yep. Just, yep. Yep. You don't right. have to download anything. And uh, it would spy on you. Turn your uh, both your camera and your microphone on. And so Apple, to combat that, now when your microphone or your, or your camera's on, there's a little red, uh, sorry, orange or green dot that shows up. That okay. was a response to the Pegasus. Yeah, but system. I would have to assume that somebody that can do stuff like that can also go in there and figure out how to turn that little indicator Light off, off, right? Like we have cameras in the studio here. You, you, you can see them. They're not lit up because we're not filming today. Um, so he says. W- yeah. <laughs> when they <laughs> pop, though, there's a little blue light showing right. on all of them that they're they're active. At least you would hope. I, I guess somebody could be watching us right now. Speaking of being watched, uh, you just you talked about this on Tuesday. You stayed at a vacation rental down in Phoenix over the long weekend that you had last weekend. Yep. Uh Cameras. Cameras. Camera uh, or cameras? Well, there was cameras. So here's the situation. Well, we were down there for five days. You know, okay. Our kids are at Flagstaff Christian School, and they had Friday off anyway because yeah. it's a four-day school week. I love it. And then Monday was President's Day, and then they gave a bonus day of Tuesday. So we're like, let's take this long weekend <laughs> and uh, find a house with a heated pool. Okay. So the kids swam like 
three hours a day, got sunburned the whole shebang. Sunburned in February. Yep. You got to love it. <laughs> so a lot of vacation rentals will have security cameras on the front facing the, the driveway to see if you've got 10 cars there or, you know, if you're four people, you shouldn't have 10 cars. And if you do, they're obvious you're having a party. And this guy put one in the backyard. Now, Airbnb, VRBO make you disclose where your security cameras are. And he disclosed that there's one in the backyard facing the pool. However, you know, with two little girls and my wife in a bikini, it just felt uncomfortable and creepy. It's like, you don't know who's behind that camera and you don't know what's happening to the video footage. Hopefully yeah. it's, it's not being recorded and sending to some perv somewhere. I just, just the fact that someone could pop it on and there just could be watching you. Yeah, it just, and it's, you know, yeah, it's, it's just, just uncomfortable. It's, it's creepy. Just, yeah. And so I got into looking at the Arizona law. Um, there are Arizona statutes about where you can record, when you, re- you can record. You can't put cameras in bedrooms or bathrooms. But then it gets a little more confusing. So you can't videotape anybody naked. or That's comforting. Or their private parts. But Arizona law says you can't record their private parts clothed or unclothed. Oh, that's so, kind you know, of... Well, that would just be any situation, though. And with the caveat that a situation where it wouldn't normally be seen by the public. So in other words... You're back in the pool, someone could probably watch you from binoculars. Not really, because that's there's laws against that. Um, but so you're in a backyard. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people are like, what? <laughs> yeah, I know. Privacy laws are a big thing. So you're in a backyard, you know, surrounded by a tall fence. You expect to be private. Okay. And you might, you know, if you want to lay out naked, that's your business, right? Yeah, but if there's a two-story house next to you and the, and the window's there and you're, that wall's not covering it, right? I, I think that expectation of, and I'm not, no, no lawyers you, here. Right. Um, I would think that expectation of privacy was sh- shot at the window. It is. But if that person with a two-story window doesn't just look, but pulls out their video camera and video camera tapes into your backyard that is that can now be a crime interesting okay and all so right. the situation is all right so my wife's in the bikini in the backyard yeah so would she normally appear like that in a public place would the public normally see her like that and i would say no at the beach maybe if she chose to go to the beach that way okay but you're not going to be see somebody in a restaurant like that you're not going to see them walking down the street like normally well you go to florida you go to miami or something maybe, but anyway, maybe, anyway. right <laughs> <laughs> in phoenix in the winter time yeah you have that expectation right so um, my situation was, I, I did, it just didn't feel right. And I'm like, I don't even know if this is a violation of law or not. Yeah, you just didn't like it. I need a clarification. Anyway, yeah. we got to take a quick bake, break. Before we'll we be, do that, though, before oh, we before. do that, though, I want to remind you about the Rodeo Steakhouse. Ah. Great steaks in Williams, the Rodeo Steakhouse. Um, great uh, ribs, by the way, as well. Uh, so go on out to Williams, especially coming up here this weekend. I'd say, hey, take a trip, take the family out there, get some great steaks at the Rodeo Steakhouse, 950 North Grand Canyon Boulevard, right there by the Ramada Inn, the Rodeo Steakhouse. Go check it out. Hang tight. Back in just a minute. Hey, if you're listening to the podcast, please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there. If you're not listening to the podcast, subscribe. Look up The Jeff Orbit Show. Also on video, Rumble, follow us there. And on YouTube, subscribe. We appreciate everyone who's done that. You're listening to The Jeff Orbit Show. If you're looking for new blinds, shutters, or shades, do what Angela and I did just last year. We got new blinds. From our great friends at the Blind Brothers, and they did a great job, laid out all their options, uh, not just the most expensive ones. Then they did the installation as well. Mention a Jeff Orvitz show when you call the Blind Brothers, you get half off installation. Really good deal there. They'll come back, they'll get them installed. They do a great job. Call the Blind Brothers at 928-634-2423. That's 928-634-2423 or go to theblindbrothers.com. 
Kowitz here with me. Love to hear from you. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. All right, some things we didn't get to earlier in the week. Can't believe it's Thursday. I guess that's what happens when you take off on Monday. And Tuesday for me. Yeah, we did the show Tuesday, <laughs> though. But So gas prices tracking upwards. I don't know if you've noticed that they've started to creep back so, up. Two out of three of our cars are diesel, and that's also creep. That never that used to be cheaper years ago, and then now it's consistently higher. It's consistently like what a buck higher. The only diesel that I use is for that for that tractor, but I I go through five gallons every couple months, right? So pretty efficient. <laughs> but then it doesn't go above like fourteen miles an hour. So <laughs> yeah, I actually just filled up with these on the way over to the show today. Yeah, and uh, it was like three seventy four. <clears throat> not that's not too look. Compa- Biden has brought the prices down. Yeah, he he has. He drained the strategic um, oil reserve. And made a few um, backdoor deals, but okay. yeah, made a few backdoor deals. But oil production. Mean, we had on um, um, from Power of the Future. We had Larry Barron's on like a week or two ago, and he talked about that. He said just oil production in the U.S. is up, despite mm-hmm. everything that's uh, the push to go electric, the green agenda. Oil production right now is the highest it's ever been. Uh, the U.S. is just absolutely cranking when it comes to this, despite all these these hurdles. There might be a person or two in the White House that actually is firing on a couple cylinders. That's like, hey, strategically, we got to keep we know we got to keep gas prices down and we'll just tell the green people that, yeah, we're going for these electric vehicles. But people are using oil and gas like never before. Mm-hmm. We're producing it like never before. I actually listened to a podcast just this morning when I was organizing all my supplies in the garage and putting that life straw in the, you know, <laughs> in, in, the, right in the camping bins and everything and saying, Hey, I need to add some food supply right there and for, for, for pull so I can go camping. Right. But I was listening to a podcast and they were saying the resiliency of the U S petroleum market is, is incredible. What the engineers and the geologists and everything are able to do and the untapped resources still in this country are phenomenal. The yeah. amount of supply that we actually have. They were dispelling in the early 2000s. They were talking about peak oil. We're almost at peak oil. That got nah. smashed through because all of a sudden you figured out how to use the shale. And his whole contention, this guy is listening to, was like, if it gets really high, the high prices, the the, the solution to high prices is usually the high prices because somebody's going to come out with a way to refine a different – because all, all oils have different types. Uh, they, some refineries can't take certain kinds of oils. Right. That's the whole um, Keystone Pipeline thing is we're yeah. shipping pipe or piping <laughs> the oil oil from Canada all the way down to the Texas coast. Yeah, from those tar sands and all that. Yeah, because they're there. the places that can yeah. so it's, refine it. Um, at any rate. Um, Here's the thing, though. So you've got plenty of oil. It's never going to really be a problem in America. It's, if we got attacked, if we got into war, we have plenty of oil here. We do. And we have plenty of manufacturing of vehicles. Even your Japanese vehicles, your Toyotas, your Hondas are manufactured on this continent. Yeah, we don't. A lot of them. But... Is there but, a butt coming? There is the butt. Is the the chips, the yes. semiconductors? Yes. You can. We can build cars all day, and we can fuel them up all day. But if you can't get the semiconductors, you can't put the whole thing together and make it run. I, I just, you know, humans are so resilient, and I still think, even though we're living in a time where we've got a lot of uh, lazy, um, <laughs> I, I'm trying to be polite here. <laughs> the country's gotten kind of just lazy Slack. and slacking and this and that. Well, they legalized marijuana. What do you expect? <laughs> yeah, the long, brewing long before that. If something happened, though, I, I think, and, and you weren't getting the chips, all of a sudden they would discover this weird thing called the carburetor again. Right? <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, all of a sudden, I, and, I mean, you'd be surprised at how people can adapt and change. The good news on the chips 
is that there is manufacturing coming back here. We've recognized mm -hmm. the issues, and there's a, there's a massive insourcing that's beginning to happen right now. Globalization is actually really shrinking and getting hurt. There was decades and decades of that, mm -hmm. um, you know, opened up by by the Bushes, by Clinton, and that's really starting to recede. And you see all the plants that are going up, even Taiwanese chip companies in 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 the Phoenix area. Yeah, there's one in the north part of Phoenix. Yeah, and one I mean they're still Queen having Creek to ship and, the chips yep. back there to package, but that could be overcome pretty easily. Pretty easily, right? Yeah. So I mean that is some silver lining, but we do rely way too much still on the supply chains mm -hmm. uh, from overseas. But we have so many natural resources. Um, I do expect the oil prices or the gas prices to continue to go up because we're getting into the where they change the mix. We're getting into the driving season, and also there was a refinery that went down or switched over or something, and that creates a big lag. So right now the gas is like three twenty-seven in the U.S., three thirty-six in Arizona, and and rising. You know we're getting below three bucks just recently. So yes. probably going to go up. I wouldn't be surprised if we we broach that. $375, range again. I've always heard the opposite, though, too, because the winter, you get the heating oil thing. Because you remember back east, we both lived there. Everybody used a lot of heating oil. A lot of heating yeah. oil. Yeah. Some coal, a lot of heating oil. Uh, so, yeah, there's that thing. It's I think it's a trade-off. I'm not too worried about the this demand being too high. But if you do, if a refinery goes down or something like that, that's a, that's a big issue. Once we get all the electric cars, it's all good. It's right? good. We'll, we'll have that all fixed. <laughs> but then again, you know, if everyone switched to electric cars, which they're not going to, they're just going to fire up coal plants again. Right. <laughs> right. They're you just going to. The so all of a sudden, any gains they get in the so-called uh, zero emissions, they're going to have to start digging coal out of the ground and start burning that. So it's just. So I, I watched that Tom Hanks movie. I think I talked about it on Tuesday called Finch. And yeah. it's, you know, there's a solar flare wiped everything out. And so he's got this big off-road RV thing. And uh, solar power, solar power yeah, right. on the roof. I'm like, you could spread out solar panels to cover the city of Flagstaff and you could probably couldn't charge that RV. Enough to travel across the country. <laughs> I had a neighbor that's, uh, you know, I love her. She, she's she's waiting for the um, the cars that have the solar panels, like direct drive. Yeah. You know, I just want the solar panel and it just goes off that. And it's like, well, impossible. Like, tunnels, trees, clouds, nighttime. Yeah. And plus, it would never, even if you did have direct sun, it's not going to power that. No. Uh, there's not, you would need to be towing a bigger array behind you even as well. The, the biggest solar panels right now, or the, the, the best solar panels right now, Around 400 watts, 450 watts. Yeah. yeah. A Tesla charges at 10,000 watts mm. when you when you plug them in, and it still takes an hour yeah. to get and a charge. And that's a super high-powered charging. Right. You plug it into your wall in the garage, I heard it's like 24 hours or something. You know, just a 110. Yeah, 110. Regular oh, easily. Outlet. Yeah, yeah, 24 or even more hours. Um, hey, if you do have one of those uh, vehicles, and even a coal-fired vehicle, and it has a glass windshield, and you get a chip in your rock chip in your windshield, remember to call Diamond Auto Glass. They'll they'll get that fixed for you. Um, you get a crack like Mark had. Well, then you got to get whole new windshield. Good news is you get full coverage after that. Free rock chip repair after that. Uh, no appointment necessary. Just stop on in on Fourth Street right there in Flagstaff. I get got to take the mini, and it's got a a crack. That's you got one too. <laughs> and I have a feeling that's I don't know who makes mini. I think it's BMW or something. It just it's just it's a small windshield, but it just looks like it's gonna be Sounds expensive. expensive. Yeah. So we'll we'll go see our good friends at Diamond Auto Glass, 928-779-4140, 928-779-4140, or go to the difference is clear.com. All right. Uh what else we got here? How are we doing on time? See, I don't have a board. <laughs> I'm in control, Jeff. And then and then and then you're in control. <laughs> now we're still good on time, but uh one of the hot topics right now is this Alabama 
issue with the in vitro fertilization. Yeah, you were mentioning this before we came on. What what's going on? So I don't know all the science. Um, you know, we've had our two kids, and we're pretty happy with that. Had them but, natu- uh, natural, naturally, the, the old fashioned way. Old fashioned way, <laughs> really old fashioned. Rachel didn't do any uh, any kind of painkillers at all. And uh, for those of you that yeah. know labor, she had about eight hours of back labor. <sighs> and, man, uh, man, it was. She was. Women are the toughest. Um, you know, they, they used to say, you know, the, the they used to say the weaker sex, right? Right. They used to, no, women Not are when it comes tougher. to childbirth. No, women are far <laughs> tougher. I mean, we, you know, we get hurt, and Angela always says, you guys are babies. You we know, are. something happens, and we're just being <laughs> big babies. Like, once once you see what they go through and they experience, um, they're, they're you guys are tough, man. I'm so she was holding my hand when she was, like, in labor. Yeah, she Crushing her. my bones. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. what did you Where's the super Hulk strength coming oh, yeah. from? It's yeah. amazing. It's, it's, it's weird. It's, it's amazing. Anyway. But so some people can't have babies naturally. Okay. And so they go for this uh, in vitro fertilization. Yeah. yeah. And um, they basically, they make a lot of fertilized eggs that become embryos. Okay. And they basically implant one of them. Well, they have donors and stuff, right? No, this is, it could even be the husband and wife. Okay. Okay. And so in the case of our family, we have somebody that um, they couldn't naturally have kids, but okay. they were able to extract a sperm and an egg and put them together. Make an embryo. Okay. Um, a marvel of science and technology science. that somebody that might not have yep. had a kid. Put it in the, in the real mother. Yeah. The, yeah, okay. The biological mother. But the problem is some of these systems, they make a whole bunch of embryos. And okay. they implant one or two of them into the mother. You might want one, two, three kids. You might want twins, whatever. The rest of them get frozen hmm. and then eventually destroyed. Okay. And so... Alabama said, hey, wait a second. These are human beings. This isn't just a separate sperm and an egg. This is a growing embryo that we've frozen. Huh. And it's a, it's a baby. And so you can't just destroy them like that. Is so, there, is this, a, are we talking massive number? I mean, are they doing a, a lot of embryos per couple, for example? I'm are. totally ignorant on this subject. Yeah, so. they do do a lot per couple. Okay. Because, um, you know, you have to, certain ones will take, certain ones won't, whatever. I don't know the numbers, and somebody can look that up. Um, but wow, this is a yeah, that's a big issue because you could be. I mean, so what are they proposing to do? I mean, what 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 do you actually do? Because they they you said they froze them, so right. there's no possibility of those embryos becoming. Uh, well, they uh, defrost them, you know, stick them in the you, microwave, you can, and then put them in back in a woman. I, I don't know if that's true or not. Is that? Oh, the, yeah, that's can, the science of that. Yeah, I mean, just, not literally a microwave. Okay, but yeah. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I hear this stuff. I'm like, I have no, no idea. The, the frozen embryo can be unfroze. Okay, and then placed in a woman and grow to be a human being. So they're having it at this point store embryos. Keep keep everything. That's yeah. Okay. That's it, the ruling has a lot of consequences. We're going to see how this shakes out. The Biden campaign is. And Biden Where, where's and the ruling? Was it a, was an Alabama Supreme Court? Alabama Supreme okay, Court. Okay, so is this? You think this is heading to the U.S. Supreme Court to decide the uh, fate of the these embryos? I bet it will at some point. Huh. Yeah. And it's it's one of those things I don't like about science. I'm a science guy. I love science, yeah. but when you start playing with humanity, it gets really dangerous. Well, what you don't think about the. Uh, unintended consequences, I guess, of what about everything else that goes into this? Right. Yes, um, this couple had a baby, but you had uh, these other instances as, as well. Right. Um, and huh. you can even think about this. I mean, it goes back to that whole, uh, you know, people talk about Walt Disney froze himself, and I don't even know if that's true. I don't you know, know if that's true. Yeah, his head or his whole body or something like that. But you've got yeah. all these embryos, embryos that are frozen, and so it could be they could be frozen now and then implanted in a woman 200 years from now. 
Well, that's a moral conundrum there too. It's like, I mean, it, that's similar to the stuff we're dealing with, with AI and mm -hmm. the deep fakes yep. and the videos, you know, oh, there's a video of Mark doing something that he doesn't want anyone to see, but that really wasn't Mark. Right. Right. They took the video of the pool, for right. example, your, your vacation rental and, you know, went crazy with it. Do they, where, where does that line draw? Where's that, where's that line right. that, Hey, you can't do that because now you've made my likeness into something else. Well, just think about um, it. Suppose, uh, you know, you guys have had your kids too, but suppose Angela had a bunch of embryos and one of them was implanted and you had Isabel and then the rest were frozen for another hundred years. And Isabel has kids and grandkids and grandkids. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden one of those embryos gets implanted. And now the a person will be born. That'll be like the, Technically, the great, great, great grand uncle or whatever yeah. of Isabel's kids, but they're alive at the same time. I mean, it gets really weird. There's some, there's some well, moral yeah. issues. There's some no, weird no, questions. That, that I think you got to play all that stuff out and try to have the best, um, I don't know, regulation as possible to try to fix that. You know, yeah. to try to say, hey, here's here's the line. But then you you can't you can't you don't. Could you imagine going back a hundred years from now and just even fifty years and seeing? the technology we have and the way we live. I mean, it'd be like aliens coming down from another world in, in a lot of regards, a hundred years ago. So we don't, can you imagine what life will be like a hundred years from now? Right. I don't it's, know if we can with the advancement of technology, how, how fast it's all going. It's Yeah. Science, when it touches human beings and it, it can result in moral issues or these really conundrums. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't like it. Uh, it's going to go forward. It's going to keep happening, but I just don't like it. I'm like, I'm, we're but go. you do like the fact that someone who couldn't have a baby, they could have a baby, you know, where they wouldn't have with modern, without modern technology. I don't you actually, don't. Okay. I don't. Right. I'm like, this It's like, yeah, you know, pray to God. If God gives you babies, good. If he doesn't consider adoption, consider foster care, consider, you know, in the old days, a lot of people would have a bunch of babies and they'd hand them off one or two to a, a cousin or an uncle that didn't mm -hmm. have babies. Mm -hmm. And that's happened in our family. Huh, interesting. Uh, my dad had a sister. Uh, I think it was a sister. It might've been a brother. No, it was brother. I'm sorry. It was a brother. It was handed off to another uncle because they couldn't have kids. Because they couldn't have kids. And this family had too many kids. They're like, hey, just raise this one. We'll all know who's who, but you're going to raise that one. Well, what do you guys think? I'd love to hear from you on that one. The unintended uh, implications, I guess, of technology and things like that. Love to hear from you. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Hey, uh, it is uh, Thursday, which means sliders up at Sportsman's Bar and Grill. Uh, great sliders. And they've always got something great um, special-wise on their $4 menu. Yep. Um, I don't know if it's a pozzoli tonight. $40 menu. Yeah, it's not. It's four? A, four. Four. Unbelievable. Four. Yeah, it's not like... Um, like this million dollar um, bill turkey liras or my <laughs> or my million dollar US bill here not yet at least but if if they had a 40 dollar menu that would mean that other places are 100 or 200 dollars so yeah head on up to sportsman's bar and grill get great drinks there great food uh, check out all the games there. There's lots of parking, by the way, just north of downtown Flagstaff, right there in the Bashes Shopping Center. Hang tight. Back in just a minute. podcast please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there if you're not listening to the podcast subscribe look up the jeff orbit show also on video rumble follow us there and on youtube subscribe we appreciate everyone who's done that this is the jeff orbit show 
All right, welcome back. Um, let's see, Mark, next hour. Let's hit on, um, there's some protests that happened at, at Northern Arizona University oh, over, yeah. the, um, over the, the, the Gaza, Gaza yeah, war that's going on. There's this totally incompetent hearing that's, um, who is this? Bonnie Jenkins, U.S. Undersecretary of State for Arms Control and International Security. She's in the Biden White House, right? She wants a two-state solution but she couldn't answer simple questions from Congressman uh, Brian Mast of Florida. Like, have you basically vetted this out? Who's who's going to be in charge of the second state, Gaza, right? Right. Or, right? And <laughs> Hamas or... Yeah, Hamas. Is it Hamas? The PLO she's like, or who? I don't have all the info. And she's like... I'm not the. She starts saying stupid stuff like I'm not the government, and it's like you are. You're from the White House. <laughs> I don't know. I can't make those. She total. I think it's total diversity hire. It's the only thing I could figure. It's yeah. like wow, how did that actually happen? And this um, is this is how we ended up with Hamas, and we can talk about this the next hour. Yeah, so they went yeah. down that road of two states, and Hamas got elected by the people in Gaza, and here we are. Here we are. Um, sticker shock that's going on here in Arizona. You know, the inflation numbers has hit, but Phoenix has seen a huge grocery shopping, uh, you know, price, uh, the, the cost of, um, you know, groceries oh, has yeah. gone through the roof. Numbers are out from that and what it's costing families uh, extra. And I think this will be even a, a bigger impact than the gas prices that we were talking about, Mark, um, when the election comes up, which is how much people are, how much it costs not to fill up the gas tank as much as how much it costs to fill up the shopping cart. Right. And, the, you know, to get a bag of groceries, it's it's insane, the numbers, and it's still going up. And I don't I don't see it changing. I, I said yesterday on the program that if you're in a position where you could buy some extra stuff, the non-perishable stuff, you know, stuff you're just stocking up on the shelves, Mark, I would do that um, because I think prices are I think we're going to enter another bout of bigger inflation coming up. And if it's stuff that's not expiring anyway and you're using anyway, how that can you well. go wrong? It's not going to oh, I shouldn't say anything is possible, I guess. It's improbable your can of corn's going down in price, right? <laughs> improbable. And if you like corn, you know, my wife doesn't can, like canned corn, but I do. Yeah, but you can get by on it. All right. And your emails too. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Don't go anywhere. More to come. Back in just a minute. The information provided on The Jeff Orvitz Show does not constitute legal, medical, financial, or tax advice. All information is the opinions of the host and guests. You should always seek the advice of a professional regarding any of these complex issues to make sure all circumstances of your situation are properly considered. Hey, if you're listening to the podcast, please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there. If you're not listening to the podcast, subscribe. Look up The Jeff Orvitz Show. Also on video, Rumble, follow us there. And on YouTube, subscribe. We appreciate everyone who's done that. This is the Jeff Orbit Show. This portion of the show is brought to you by Diamond Auto Glass, where the difference is clear.com. This is the Jeff Orbit Show. All right, welcome back. Hour two of the show. Mark Howitt here with me, still running the board, his own board. It's good stuff. Made it through the first hour. We survived. You got you got us on air. <laughs> hey, that's, that's, that's big right there. Um, d- did you see this one? So Arizona Governor Katie Hobbs, you know, Democrat, obviously, so I expect government to grow and grow and grow. Uh, is looking at headlines from AZ Central. She has expanded her office 
uh, well, they say her office is outreach, which means what? More, more people. people. More, more people. Yes. Her staff grows nearly 40%, costing taxpayers $4 million. Oh, that's there nothing. $4 million is nothing. No, no. It's, Government's nowadays, it's nothing. Yeah. So we knew that she would grow the size of government once she got in, and that's exactly what she's done. That's what they, they're all doing now. They're just growing and growing and growing the size of government. <sighs> it's frustrating. It is frustrating. So when what? do we get to, they, they tell me they've got smaller staffs and less people in the government. That's what, that's what I'm looking for, <laughs> that day to arrive. So remember uh, when right away after she got in office, she threw a uh, party for herself saying, we're going to celebrate all the governors that were female and born, born in, in Arizona, Arizona. Yeah. which was her. more or less her. Yeah, and she got a special. Even Olivia was picking on that. She's like, "You get, you gave yourself, you just gave yourself an award." So she didn't just give herself an award. She gave herself a wing of the museum at the Capitol now. Oh yeah, that's right. You went down there last week. I went down there. So there's a whole room. It used to be, you know, one of the offices in the old Capitol building that is now all the female governors and the ones. And it's just her. <laughs> well, it's her. You know, it's a star. And then it's like, and there was this one who's, you know, was born. And, you know what? It, it, and you know, it shows, you know, I'm not against showing what the female governors did, but it's yeah, it's basically another celebration of of her. Okay, yeah, and but I, they they did they have like who was that Rose Mofford? You know, yeah, did they, they had have Rose other Mofford female. Okay, they had them all in there, but she, yeah. it was kind of well. That's the, the thing Katie nowadays. I mean, everybody's trying to. That's why I've kind of like gotten to the point where I don't want any more days. No. I don't care what it is. I don't want any more months. I'm just I'm tired of this because everybody's got to get their special thing going on. We've got some instances here of. Um, where, where was that one? Oh, you, you were, you were kind of, uh, joking about the, was that the Viola Awards that the, the, oh, the chamber no, does? No, not the Viola, the Athena. When did I come up with the other one? Yeah. It's the Athena Awards. Sorry. And the, which is cool. You know, they celebrate the, uh, you know, women in business and this and that, but Mark wants the Hercules Awards. The Hercules Awards. <laughs> he wants the, is that what it's called? Yeah. The, he wants the guy awards. The guy awards. This is the guy awards. Yeah. And, you know, the guys that did the coolest thing, you know, yeah. whether it's a backflip on their dirt bike or, you know. Yeah, the, the Hercules something. Award. I don't mind celebrating. I just, I, I just think that we get too crazy with nowadays with every ethnicity, every group. Um, unless you're kind of the, you know, white dude like Mark and I, it seems like well, they've, that's the they've thing. kind of gotten rid of all that. The, uh, I've got an example coming up. <laughs> you know, you can't have the white student council. Yeah, you can't yeah, have the yeah, Hercules exactly. Awards. You can't, you why, know, why do they try to divide everything up nowadays? Right. It's just like, it's, it's just like they're, they, they say that we're hung up on, you know, oh, you're hung up on, you know, I think you're hung up on race at this point. They are. It's, because I think generally the culture, our, our society is not as hung up on race as the people who are hung up on race. So we <laughs> live close to any union. I was driving through one day and it, it had the, uh, it was like the black student union or yeah, something. Yeah, they have all that. Yeah. And I, it's not that I'm against that, but I, you can't do a white student union. Oh, exactly. That so would never be allowed. So it's a form of racism. Until we let go of that, we all just be Americans and exactly. appreciate, you know, Women for who they are, yeah. men for who they are, yeah. you know, African-American culture for what it is. White culture, which is kind of just bleached out and we don't have much culture, but, you know, Hispanic culture for what it is, you know, appreciate those well, things. Well, I, I think everybody should be able to sell their, se- celebrate their ethnicity, their upbringing, their culture, um, where they came from, their roots, all yep. that, but not to the point where you get divisiveness. Let me, let me share an example here in just a second about a, a baking company, which really frustrated uh, my family because we use their, their products, of course. But before I do that, uh, I did get some silver from my good friends at Desert, excuse me, Desert Gold Exchange. 
I yeah, saw such a, you saw that, yeah. yeah. Shiny, shiny, really shiny. Yeah, I got some uh, silver eagles. Uh, look, if you if you're thinking about getting into physical gold and silver, that's what Desert Gold does. That's what they deal with exclusively, and they make sure they keep the overhead low so they can pass those savings on to you. They keep those fees down there. They guarantee it. So give them a call, put them to the test. Mention the Jeff Orbit Show. Get a free investor's kit. Plus, they're going to treat you like gold. Call Desert Gold Exchange right now at 888-852-4343. That's Desert Gold Exchange at 888-852-4343 or go to desertgoldexchange.com. Um, there's a company called King – let me get to this article here. King Arthur. Yeah. King Arthur, analyzingamerica.org. Um, King Arthur, they make baking products. Um, my daughter, Olivia, is very familiar with them because she enters in. So does Owen. Isabel did in the past, the Coconino County Fair. They've always done a good job of doing like the youth entries, mm-hmm. uh, making yeah, recycled amazing. art, making baked goods, and um, Olivia and Owen. They, they've Olivia's gotten first place many times on the baking stuff. She's really good at this stuff. Yep, hours yesterday she spent, and some of the, the prizes have been put up by King Arthur. Um, they're getting flack because. Here's a headline from this article. Baking competition sparks racism controversy as white participants are excluded. Basically, they decided to do a baking pitch fest 2024, offered financial support, brand exposure, mentorship to winners with specific categories limited to person of color led businesses. So basically, the, you know, this article is saying, hey, uh, white people aren't allowed. So you how have much, to be a person of color. How much melanin? Do you have to have in your skin to qualify? I, I don't know where they come up with this stuff. And oh, here's check this out, though. Check this out. Here, they, King Arthur Flower, explained the term POC or people of color is defined as Asian or Pacific Islander, Black or African uh, American, Hispanic or Latinx, um, Indigenous or Native American, Middle Eastern or North African. Okay, so first North, of all, North Africa is <laughs> okay. A lot of uh, Hispanic people identify as white. That's why you yeah. have that phrase. Yeah. Non-white Hispanic. To, We're getting into touchy, it, it, it gets, touchy so, subject here, Mark. It just gets ridiculous. It gets ridiculous. No, I'm just saying we're getting into a subject that people don't want you to talk about anymore. But this kind of stuff where they specifically exclude some people is racism. And yep. we need to stop that crap. Let's get the best uh, baker or, yes. or whatever the competition is, right? Just open it up to let's everybody. Just open it up to everyone, let the chips lie, and let's stop with this crap. This is what I think led to uh, – I swear she had to have been diversity hired, this this girl who was testifying in front of, in front of Congress. Um, Representative Brian Mast was questioning her. He's from Florida, Republican from Florida. Pressed Bonnie Jenkins, U.S. Undersecretary of State for Arms Control and International Security. Uh, this is from uh, – if you heard of this outlet, Jewish News Syndicate is reporting on this one. Huh. Repeatedly won't say who'd run Palestine State when he's asking the questions. He, he basically asked her, um, have you analyzed – she's calling for a two-state solution for Israel and, and Gaza. Yeah, two-state is just a buzzword. The, okay. the people have no idea what they're talking about. Okay. What, what, what is that? What, when they talk about that real quick, because you know obviously a lot more than she did and than I do, quite honestly. Right. So – what they're basically saying is one state for the Jews, one state okay. for the Muslims. Mm-hmm. And you got to be careful. You, you, a lot of people say the Arabs. Well, there's a lot of Arabs in Israel that don't want anything to do with, with, with Hamas, Gaza. Hamas, or even the West Bank, okay. you know, uh, the Palestinian Authority. They're like, it's a heck of a lot better here in Israel. We don't, we don't want to live under we that. Don't wanna, yeah, okay. <laughs> I can see that. So she asked 
or he asked her, the congressman asked the person who's in charge of this operation, have you analyzed this objectively? So have you analyzed? And she said, no, I have not. If I understand your question, she said, uh, testifying before the House Foreign Affairs Committee, uh, you might not because I can't believe that you would answer it in that way, which is a two-state solution. He asked specifically um, who's going to be in charge, who is going to be in charge of the second state, the Palestinian Mm -hmm. state, right? Is it going to be Hamas, the Palestinian Authority, Palestinian Islamic Jihad? Uh, Fatwa, is that how you say that? Fata. Uh, Fata or some other group who would lead it. And she goes on to say, I don't think that I can answer that question. She said, this is part of a larger discussion. <laughs> and she's kind of, you watch this um, grilling that's going on. She's like, I'm not comfortable saying that without having more understanding. Um, this is part of a larger discussion. She goes into, this is something the government needs to work on. Uh, put this way, there there will be an assessment of the question within the U.S. government. She is the U.S. Go- she's within the U.S. government. She's the agency responsible for these if policy you decisions. Are in the government higher up like this? Yeah, you are the government, <laughs> and you want to say something like, "We need a two state solution." You darn well better understand all the ramifications yeah, she, she of what understand. you're talking about. You know, the whole two state thing was kind of already tried because you had the Oslo Accords, and um, they had free elections. Mm-hmm. And in the West Bank, they voted for the Palestinian Authority, who has since basically had no more elections. And in, uh, in Gaza, they chose Hamas. And overwhelmingly. I mean, it, was, it wasn't even close. Yeah. You know, and they haven't had elections either. Like they, both of those are basically terrorist organizations, OPLO and, and Hamas in Gaza. They're terrorists. They got in. They got elected. And it, that was it. That's it. They're We're in done. power. They're done. There's no more elections. Yeah. That and happens so, often. Yeah. Who do you, exactly. Who do you want? Do you want Islamic Jihad? Do you want Fatah? Do you want OPLO? Do you want That's what Hamas? he's asking. That's Hezbollah? what he's asking. She couldn't answer. She there is like, no option. Yeah. She didn't know what she was talking about. I don't even think she knew what objectively analyzed meant. Mm-hmm. She's just looking like, I, I don't know what you're talking about. It's like, this is scary stuff when the incompetence in our government is on full display for not only us to see, but the entire world. Mm-hmm. When you've got really serious leaders like Putin, President Xi, um, the mullahs and I, people who are pretty dang serious and they are intelligent. We yep. may disagree with their uh, philosophies. But they're uh, smart. They're smart. <laughs> we may disagree with how they throw people out of buildings. But they we do it in a smart do. way. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, yeah, our government officials aren't uh, – they're, they're getting their circles run around them by these folks around the world. Now, you watch this protest that happened at Northern Arizona University, NAU. Um, there's an article in the Daily Sun, I guess like 30. The Daily Sun is, is saying that 30 students showed up. Um, some We're talking about a campus with 20,000 students and 30 show up. Yeah, to, I mean, this is not – this is a blip. not significant. Um, they showed up to protest a war in Gaza calling for a ceasefire and end of um, American aid to Israel. I don't know. I, I'm sure – I'm confident that they probably also are going for the two-state solution okay, too. Okay, so these students – you can tell they're nuts. You know why? Because we are in 2024 and they're still wearing, still wearing their masks. masks. It's not like one or two of them. It's a whole bunch of them. I flipped okay. through the pictures. Okay. I'm like, let's be fair. They're, they're maybe not nuts, but they're, um, um, uh, what's the word? I'm misinformed. These, <laughs> Mis- because there's so few, you can, you know, there's like 30 of them. Yeah, but still showing up in masks. What do they outside. call it? Virtue signaling or something yeah, like that? Yeah. Well, I think the mask, though, has become the kind of standard bearer for I don't want to be seen so I can do these things. Uh, like protests and stuff, and mm-hmm. uh, oh, it's it's okay to wear a mask, and then people can't really see me too. 
You know, yeah. it's like kind of like the old bank robbers, you know, it's like now you wear a mask, you go into a bank. Are you really questioned anymore? Right. Whereas, you know, prior to COVID, you show up in a bank with a mask. There's some questions, right? Well, so, the funny thing was my bank had the, you know, no hoodies, no ball caps, no sunglasses yeah, on. But you can wear a mask. But you can wear a mask. <laughs> wear a mask with the sunglasses, right? <laughs> like and the shield. Uh, the, the shield. So anyway, they're out there protesting. But uh, that's fine. I'm fine with that. I'm, I, I. They can pro. They can do their First Amendment right to protest. They can protest, they, and but there's a line you you can't cross, and that is well, if someone's out there protesting and they're flying the Nazi flag. I'd say you've crossed a line, and it's the same thing. If well, you may have crossed a line that you and I find despicable and disagree with, but uh, don't they have a right to go out there and protest in the manner they want and say no. say you don't think they can say no. really stupid things? See, Stu- I, I, I think they can protest. I think they can say really stupid things. Okay. But if you were to fly the flag of a country that we were at war with, mm-hmm. that, Nazi Germany, or think of a modern time. During World War II. During World talking. War II. Okay, well, right? you're, you're, yeah, you're probably going to a camp or something. You should, because you have now identified, you said, I am now the enemy. I am against America. Okay, but, but I thought you were saying— But n- same thing with the—if you're flying the Hamas flag, they are a declared terrorist organization. You might as well be flying a bin Laden poster in front of the Twin Towers. You're saying, I'm with the enemy. I'm with the people that attacked and killed Americans. So what should our response be? If you are an enemy combatant and you're saying, I am an enemy combatant and I am not surrendering, you you reap the results of that. That's what I say. Okay, you're you're getting into an extreme case here where you're saying, okay, right after 9-11, you're going out there with a bin Laden. Even if it wasn't, even today. Like if you're like, bin Laden was right, you have identified yourself. But would it be better to identify these people as... Oh, these people are really stupid. Like I believe, right. I believe in total free speech. Okay, you can you can say what you want. I mean, you could argue the um, uh, what is that? The yelling fire in the theater thing, right? Yeah, what, no, where, I wouldn't say that. But you, okay. you're, you're making yourself an enemy combatant. Yeah, 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 but I'm just saying that if somebody is um, a card carrying swastika, you know, person like that, and they want to go out there and they're going to march around and they're not causing violence. Wouldn't you like to know? Kind of like, okay, I really don't want to do business with you. I don't want to be involved with you. Um, okay, I get it. Um, you're out there pro- uh, protesting or in favor of Hamas and Gaza. Eh, I really don't want anything to do with you. Well, uh, I can, but, but you do have that right, the First Amendment right to do it. Um, and I mean, there's been there's been so plenty. we're not at we're not at war with the Gazans, yeah. America, it's yeah. Israel and, and the Gazans. So you know, I get you know, you want to take a side in that debate. Fine. But if you identify yourself with a terrorist organization that declared okay, by the U.S. I think US, that's different. I think that's different. And so if you were flying a Hamas flag, the green flag, you are saying, I'm identifying with a, an organization that the U.S. has declared to be a terrorist organization. What should we do with you? Should we just let you be out You're there? probably on a watch list at that point. Oh, I don't know with this administration. <laughs> you, probably... you might be getting a reward. With, you know, who knows? Yeah, but there, I mean, there's probably millions of people around this country that are doing that very thing. I don't know if it'd be millions. Okay, hundreds of thousands. I mean, you nah, saw yeah. the protests that were happening yeah, on, they had on some the campuses and stuff. Campuses, but usually yeah, okay, it's, maybe I'm it's 20, 30, 40, 50. Yeah, I mean, you're right. Shops. 30 out of um, 20,000 students that are out there in support. And um, and maybe one of them is the pro-Hamas guy. Yeah, but, but are they, yeah. What, are they, what are they protesting? Are they protesting, hey, I don't want any money to go to Israel. I want to support Palestine. Okay, yep. That's you. You have a right to think like that, though. You you would agree with that, mm-hmm. sure, I mean, for sure. You can argue yep. on uh, you know why I, you think that's wrong, but we definitely don't want to stifle people from being able to do stuff like that because then they'll turn it on you, 
and right. stifle, stifle the you. things that they disagree with. Yeah, which is like uh, you know the Second Amendment. Right. Um, you, you name it, basically the Constitution. Sure, <laughs> on, but that's on. not you're not declaring yourself an enemy combatant of the U.S. Uh, or you know uh, a, a terrorist. Not. You're not declaring if you're a self-declared terrorist, we should be picking you up off the streets. Well, yeah, yeah. You're. I, I think. I don't think anyone would disagree. If you're a self-declared terrorist, if you're supporting um, a terrorist organization, ab- absolutely. But if you're going out in front of a university and you're just saying stupid stuff oh, because no, you're no. totally so uninformed. You can say, you can totally, say all the stupid stuff. Yeah, we'll just think say, you're stupid. And, and I think it's good to have those people out there. I mean it's, it's, it's like if you want to do that, um, OK. But right. I, I don't want to deal with you. So it goes back to that whole ceasefire thing. So they're yeah. saying – Ceasefire, ceasefire. Well, I'm all for ceasefire. I'm all for Hamas stops shooting rockets. They're still doing it. Stop shooting at Israelis. Come out with a white flag of surrender. That's a ceasefire. There's no reason That's to call on Israel now, yeah. to yeah. ceasefire when the other side is still shooting rockets, bullets, RPGs, still holding hostages. There's no call. There's no right to call on Israel for a ceasefire. Did you see the other day? And it didn't. It kind of did a headline um, blip real quick. But I think a British ship was sunk or was sinking in the in the Red Sea from oh, from cargo rocket, ship? rocket attacks. It was just yeah. like two days ago, and it like didn't even make. Barely, I'm kind of amazed at what's not making headlines here right. in the U.S. And you almost have to go sometimes to BBC and other places and um, Israeli news outlets and you know oh, places yeah. like like that, and you're going to see some of the stuff that's happening. But it's it's full on over there, and we're just kind of in a cloud over here. Oh, la di da, you know. Oh, yeah. Just um, no, it know, is full on. It's you know the situation in Gaza is really bad. The Gaza is first of all it's a really narrow, long strip. It's it's roughly four miles wide, super tiny. You know, not as wide as a Prescott, a Flagstaff, a Sedona, smaller than all these towns. Yeah. You know, and you've got 2.2 million people roughly there. Anytime you get that many people in poor, impoverished conditions. Right. A lot of bad stuff happens. Right. Exactly. Uh, Super dense, super dense, super poor. And they've all been pushed down towards the the southern border, Rafa, along the Egyptian border. And the the Egyptians have moved up tanks, armored vehicles, troops. They're blocking that border. They don't want. They don't want the people okay. in their country. Yeah, and so it it's a real mess, and it's still going on, and right. it hasn't let up. Um, the war in Ukraine's still going on. Yep, that hasn't let up, and the Russians are actually making gains once again. But you won't read about it really. Um, no, I, I think these this same thing's... protesters are they going to call on Ukraine to say, "Lay down your arms, ceasefire." Yeah, no, no, they're not. They're not going to say a unilateral ceasefire from the victims, and. The Israelis are the victims in this situation. They're the ones that got attacked. They're the ones that people took hostages from. It's ridiculous. Hey, by the way, speaking of the Russians, I meant to hit on this on the show the past two days but never got to it. Um, You remember the big national security issue last week? Um, which was, oh, there's this huge oh. foreign power thing, and it wound up being, oh, the Russians and nukes in space. Right, right. And it's basically the Russians are talking about, talking about, talking about putting a nuke in space. And now it's they might even just put like a dummy one in there to just make us think. Maybe <laughs> they're thinking about that. That's how stupid uh, our foreign policy has gotten, that uh, yeah. Russia could leak something is probably what they did. And, and and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, Russia's ready to put nukes in space. It wound up being a big nothing burger um, that you know, Russians are not going to, if they blow up a nuke in space, it, it releases radioactive particles. It would not be. And know. not just, doesn't hurt only our satellites. Everybody's, including theirs, can no longer fly through that area of space. It's a non-starter. Insane. All right. If you're thinking about refinancing your home, call Kim Dawson at Nova Home Loans. She's done a great job for me. Um, did a great job here on the program just the other day as well. That was when you were on Tuesday. 
Is that when Tuesday, we had yeah. uh, Kim Dawson on? Check yep. out that interview. She talks about interest rates and where they're at right now, um, where she sees everything heading as well. Uh, if you are in a position where you've got credit card debt that's been built up and you got a home and you want to refinance, call Kim Dawson. Maybe she can consolidate that all into one new loan and hopefully get a lower payment. Mention the Jeff Orvich Show. Get $250 off the lender's fee at closing. Here's Kim's number, 928-310-6458. 928-310-6458. Or go to novahomeloans.com slash Kim Dawson. Kim Dawson, NMLS, I can't say that anymore. Six, I don't even know why we have to say this, but we do. Regulations. Right? Regulations. 697411, Nova Home Loans, NMLS, 3087BK, number 090242, Equal Housing Opportunity. Subject to credit approval, terms and conditions may apply. You got a comment? Love to hear from you. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. That's talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Hang tight. More to come. Back in a minute. If you're listening to the podcast, please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there. If you're not listening to the podcast, subscribe. Look up The Jeff Orbit Show. Also on video, Rumble, follow us there. And on YouTube, subscribe. We appreciate everyone who's done that. You're listening to The Jeff Orbit Show. Timberline Firearms and Training. Hey, head on out there. Get the training that... uh that, that is just top-notch when it comes to firearms, when it comes to the Second Amendment. First time to guns, uh, first shots program, inter- intermediate training, all the way up to expert level. Plus, they've got great simulators out there. they got the indoor shooting range, which is awesome, especially this time of year. Uh, Timberline Firearms and Training has uh, all kinds of accessories, firearms, ammunition, Liberty safes. Check them out. Plus, hey, there's Stop the Bleed course. Once a month, it's free. It may save your life or somebody else's life. Timberline Firearms and Training, 928-526-7900. That's Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Let's talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Um, you said the taxes, the Congress is working on something right now? Yeah, so we have two types of taxes, like most people that do business. You have your business taxes yeah. and then your, your regular taxes. And so our business taxes are already to file. We've got them done. Accountants, my accountant's finished with them. But he said the government is looking at passing legislation retroactively that will affect your 2023 tax return. So he's like, we got to wait to see what they do, see if it makes it through both houses, see if the president signs it. And that's a long shot. Otherwise, Is you it going to cost me money or save me money? It's going to... Well, I guess it depends it, on a lot of factors. It could save you money yeah. if it all passes. But, you know, if you file your taxes and then the law goes through, then you might have to file an amendment to your taxes and yeah, pay your accountant I, I, We already money. did our corporate taxes. They're due, I think, March 15th or around that time. Earlier They're than like a regular. month before your yeah. regular taxes. So I hope they do. I mean, I see them doing nothing but inflating and devaluing the currency and raising taxes in the future. But I guess they've realized that raising taxes is not popular anymore. So just devalue the currency and get the taxes that way, <laughs> yeah. right, through, through inflation. Um, speaking of inflation, so... I was reading a report out of the um, oh. AZ Central, Arizona Republic, about the cost of how much how much everything's gone up and spiked up. Um, and if I can find the thing here. Yeah, Metro Grocery Shoppers saw an increase of 25% 
in January's annual prices since the start of, they're talking about since the beginning of COVID. Um, so over a three-year period, people uh, grocery shopping have seen the prices increase. And I think that number is probably low. That's government number. Right, yeah. Um, 20, so when we're we talking here, so 19, you know, and 20 is when COVID hit. Yep. So, so four years, really. So four years, you have seen the value of your currency, the value of the dollar, and the prices increase because you can get less stuff yep. with, with your dollar, with that same dollar. If you put it under a mattress, that $100 basically was worth $75. But I think the number's worse than that because when they say 25%, I figure it's 50. It could be. And also, <laughs> you, you've 50. got to factor in like the, the volume of product you get in your cereal box in your... Well, you know, we're buying milk that's three quarters of a gallon, and because we get they the, have that now. Well, we get the organic stuff, and I think it's oh yeah, it's not a full like gallon. eighteen dollars per right, three you know, quarters yeah, of a gallon or something expensive. like that. Yeah, yeah, you you might just want to get a cow. And just <laughs> there comes a point. Milking it and just go direct to the source, <laughs> literally direct to the source. No, but think about that, and that's why I think we were talking about this last hour. The, so the government gets more t- sales tax on all that because the price of everything's gone up, and the sales tax is a rate. It's you know almost ten percent in Arizona. They're taking the same percentage off a bigger number, right? Yeah. But hey, okay, talk, I wanted to touch on this because I just got my valuation for my property tax in the mail today. I don't know if you got yours. No, that sounds depressing, but I'm yeah. sure they're up there and or coming. Okay, so there's two things on your property tax: your full cash value, which is what they think it's worth, and so that's actually gone down. Okay. But that's not the number they tax you on. They tax you on your the limited, limited cash yeah. value, and that's gone up again. I was trying to do a quick guess on the numbers. It was in the range of 8 9% over last year. So 8 9% increase in value. over last year in value, which, which means they get more money. Which means they get more money. So that your property tax, you're going to be paying more property tax, significantly more, again, this year. Yeah, and they always do it like a 2% increase as well statutorily they're allowed to do an increase on your yeah, automatically. Right. And, and they, every government does it. Whether they're conservative, yeah. liberal, they all they all take advantage of it. And property tax is extra confusing because there's primary property tax and secondary property yeah. tax. And the secondary one is the really flexible one that they can keep raising for this reason, that reason. And, the and other. there's a lag. So you have a uh, this happened to me in the crash of nine and ten, oh eight, nine, ten. Yep. Is is an eighteen month lag. So while everything was crashing and we were seeing vacancies in rental properties and, you know, decrease in revenue and all that, they were judging it on the peak. Right. So they're eighteen months <laughs> back and I'm like, wait a second, I just got hit with like an eighteen percent tax increase. Yep. And we're seeing revenue decreases. So that's hitting everybody. Well um, that and the other thing I noticed was the full cash value um, is still so much higher than the limited cash value that the, even if the market keeps slipping downward mm-hmm. on house prices, the property tax still has plenty of move, room to move up till it meets that number. Okay. So you're that's, even that's good. If we hit a recession, <laughs> your property tax can still go up and up and up because of the value of your house, according to the county recorder, the limited cash value can keep going up for quite a bit. Yeah. Something, and you know the groceries are going to keep going up. I actually just had this conversation this morning with with Angela. Mm-hmm. Um, and when we get back from our trip, I said, and maybe we can do it before, but probably not. You know how this stuff accelerates and your trip's two weeks away. Right. I said, you know, just go stock up. Do do a big restock on our house, on the you know the toilet paper, the, yeah. the laundry, the soap, stuff you'll use. The canned stuff, the box yep. stuff that lasts for years. Because... Do you think that any grocery prices or uh, consumables, like I said, toilet paper, is it going to go A, is it going to be A, up, down, 
coming up in the next six to 12 can we, months. Can we bet on this? Is that even legal in Arizona? Yeah, yeah sure. Why not? Whatever. <laughs> is it going to be one? One choice is going to be to go down. The other choice is going to stay the same. The other choice is going to go up. I, I would bet money it's going to go up. Maybe it stays the same. Do you think it's going to go down? I don't think so. Not overall. You might I, get I a product here yeah, or there. Yeah, you might get a product here or there. But overall, I, I have a hard time seeing you know, roll of toilet paper being a heck of a lot cheaper six months from now. So I'm just like, just stock up because I think massive inflation is I think I think we're having a lull, yep. even though it's not really a lull because we're at three or 4%. And we're, if we're calling that a lull, you know, I think we got trouble. Right. right? And, and you got all these treasuries that are about to get refinanced in the U.S., $7, 8000000000000 trillion. I think a lot of money is coming back to the U.S. from foreign holdings, and they're going to buy stuff here. So to, 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 to dispose of their dollars. They're yeah, going to buy real about, estate and stuff. You talked about toilet paper. That's a great example. It'll always get used, right? Yeah. Sure. So you're about to go to Greece. Uh, are you going to bring your own cottonelle soft? <laughs> I don't know if you've had Eastern European toilet paper before. Oh, it's all part of the experience. You've got to... Um, you can bring back their their toilet paper and use it as sandpaper over here in the States. It's uh You know, it's one time I went to, uh, went to Egypt... And oh, yeah. You know, you You'd be get, lucky if you get toilet paper well, yeah, there. Well, I'm getting there. <laughs> you know how here we get spoiled and you go to a public restroom in a restaurant or even just a public place in a city, a park or whatever. Right. And there's toilet paper. Right. Right? There's toilet paper. Over there in Egypt, uh, they had an attendant there that dispenses the toilet paper. Not, not in a stall or anything, but like when you walk, walk in, in yeah. you hand them money. <laughs> for the toilet paper. Yeah, no. we were talking about how, uh, look, for all... And that's the luxury bathroom over there. I've had oh, much oh, worse experiences oh, in I'm, Egypt. I'm sh- Okay, I'm sure. I mean, but that I'm just like, you got to be kidding me, but okay. <laughs> I, I guess if I got to pay for toilet paper, I got to pay for toilet paper. But um, we were talking about, because Isabel's over there right now. She's actually in uh, Paris right now, and she's uh, huh. in the rain. The Even Eiffel, worse the, place to the, go to the bathroom, but I'll talk yeah, about that. The Eiffel Tower was was <laughs> closed because why? Because they were on strike. Because that's course. what Europeans do. They're always on Especially strike. Especially the French. Yeah. I was like, how, how, striking what? An entry-level job at the Eiffel Tower? Oh, yeah. I mean, what is this? <laughs> anyway, um, she's just realizing how convenient the United States of America is. And for all of our faults here and the potential for us to go down the leftist uh, European road, yep. um, we have a long ways to go, but we don't want to wind up like they are over there, which we is you pay for your toilet paper. You go to a, a public place, and they're always on strike, public employees. Well, right? So when I was in Paris, and this was back in 94, they had the uh, big stalls on the corner of the streets for re- the restrooms. They're like okay. Little yeah. restroom cubicles on the corner. Hmm. But it was pay to, pay to enter. Okay. And All so right. who wanted, you know, these people didn't want to pay 2 $3, whatever it was, to go into the bathroom. So, so they go outside. They go outside. You see this quite a bit in yeah. Paris. It's yeah. like. Well, I say you make you make restrooms available, or else you wind up like Paris or San Francisco, right? You know, defecation. Yeah, you try to make it uh, okay. If you got to go in and get the, which I always think is so gross, the key on the um the wheel, right? The key on the cinder block. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, oh please, and I feel like telling these people, can't you just get a digital code? Is just go pick up a d d d d, you know, so I don't have to drag this key. But we have for all of the problems we have here, just. That's why I love traveling, and you do too, because you realize how good we have it, yep. and let's not screw it up. We're in the process of screwing it up. We're well into the process of screwing it up. But by the standards of other countries, we got a ways to go <laughs> for sure. All right. Um, I have a, I got a new trailer from um, – actually, no, sorry, Allstate. I'm looking at my – Changing your sponsor, uh, yeah, just Amer- like that. American Trailer Company. It's Allstate. You did get next. a good trailer. I did get a good trailer from American Trailer Company just north of Flagstaff. But I also got good insurance on that trailer from Allstate. 
insurance agency, Eric mm-hmm. Boatner, Lisa Boatner. They've done a wonderful job for me. Uh, saved Angela and I money. I mean, it was a significant amount on our auto insurance. I'm so happy. Uh, homeowners insurance went down as well, and people are getting hit with big increases nowadays. So that's that's really good news. Call Lisa and Eric Boatner at Allstate Agency and Flagstaff anywhere in the state. You can, they'll, they'll work with you anywhere in the state of Arizona. Yep. So 928-774-8722. That's Eric Boatner, Allstate Agency, 928-774-8722. Yeah, so she's over in Paris, and she called me earlier. And uh, she stayed at one of those hostels, which is right up your alley. Which is amazing. Twelve, 12 you can call pe- for almost nothing now, but go. Ahead. It was nothing. Well, she 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 actually got the SIM card over there for her phone. Yeah, but she could also do Wi-Fi and just and just call it. Vide- Text call video, you know? FaceTime. Yep. Yeah, and, and um, she stayed at one of those hostels with twelve. There's like twelve people in the room, six bunk beds in yep. the room, and I was like, oh man, and it's like thirty bucks a night, but the hotels there are like two hundred now. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, well, that's still pretty good. These places are making out. I've never stayed at one of those. Oh, you haven't um, ever? No, yeah. I just like sharing a room with a bunch of strangers, and I was just like, well. Well, when I was young and poor and broke, you know, yeah. that, that 30 bucks was a heck of a lot cheaper than. That's what she's doing. She wound up burning up on cabs because she could not figure out the subway system. She says it was so confusing. Oh, yeah. And it was just a total nightmare. So she's out Well, the problem in France is nothing looks the way it's spilt. Yeah. <laughs> so they'll tell so you French. You can ask directions <laughs> and they'll tell you the names, and you're like, you just can't even find the name on the sign because you don't know how it. It's pronounced. <laughs> it's yeah, it's yeah, but it's a good experience. She's getting ready to fly out to go down to um, uh, Spain, um, where the b- big basilicas are. The um, oh. what am I thinking? What's I haven't actually been to city? Spain. Yeah, I've been to Spain. Not. Spain is really nice. It's warmer. Yeah, it <laughs> it's is warm. warmer. It's like heading down to Verde Valley or, or Sedona yeah. or something. All right, love to hear from you. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Let's talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Uh, send in, I should check and see if we have any comments. I'm, I'm not doing a good job. My email's not working now. So I got a funny story while you're doing that. I had to, um, I was biking across Europe from Copenhagen to Paris. Yeah. And I got to Brussels, Belgium. And uh, I was young and broke. I think I was 23 years old or something at the time. And so I called, my, called home and I was like, hey, quick, Western Union me some money. <laughs> For those of you that remember Western Union, and it is still a thing in it's some parts thing, of the world. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But, um, and so, well, I got tired of paying for the Western Union fees. And so I was like, hey, mom, just put, fi- put 500 bucks in a, an envelope and mail it to me. Oh. And I was like, and it, you know, it's, 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 it can be done. Well, she didn't write airmail on it. And so it took, it went by the boat, right? Across oh, the ocean. Okay. And we, so I'm we, like, the, the money's never coming. So we, I had her end up Western Union me some money to get me out of a fix <laughs> in Belgium. And while I'm Belgium waiting for jail. all this... To have, no, it wasn't anything like that. But <laughs> I'm waiting for all this to happen and my bicycle gets stolen. Um, it turned out I was in a bad part of town, which was a Muslim immigrant part of town, but we'll not be racist about that. But uh, <laughs> they've got some issues there. And, they got and, some issues in, yeah. in Europe with Muslims immigrating. Um, and so I asked, and in, in Belgium, they speak, uh, oh, darn it, Flemish and uh, French. Okay. One or the other. And so I asked for directions, and they tell me the, the train station to go to so I can now take the train to Paris because my bicycle's stolen. I classic get on the wrong train. I end up on the coast up by Normandy or somewhere. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, shoot, I still got a week to kill. So I went across the English Channel to Dover and uh, spent a week there. And fantastic. That's pretty cool. Food was cheap. The stay was cheap. And Dover's, they've actually got, uh, you know, you look across to Normandy, to the French coast, and they actually had planned, they had the war room there right in the Dover cliffs, inside the cliffs. And they were planning the attack as they're looking out the windows at, 
the uh, French coast. Yeah, it's not very far there. No. I don't know, 30, 30 miles, 20 miles, something if, like, yeah. like that. Yeah. If. It's that's an amazing um, history there. Had Hitler decided, actually crossed, yep. had they actually been successful with the bombing campaign to knock out defenses, things like that, it might be a different world. It might right be. Right now. And if the Japanese hadn't attacked us, it might have been a well, yeah, yeah. slightly different world. Because, you know, would the U.S. have made concessions say, all right, Germany, you got Europe. Just don't touch us. Well, without the support of the British and the landing point, and you know, the, the being able to put bases there yep. and have that that foothold in attack? Britain, how would you attack? You have to come up through Africa. And, yeah, yeah, but then they would have moved their forces there, you know, rather yep. than being in the north of France. And um, yeah, it's amazing how one change in history could 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 change everything. Thank one, God one for the Soviets, right? One decision, <laughs> the Soviet. Yeah, thank God for dumb. Dumb decision for Hitler to attack the Soviets, right? And, and I mean, late towards wintertime. Yeah, I mean, I kept mean, putting it off. You know. didn't made the same mistakes that people have made throughout throughout history. Um, yeah, so I'm 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 proud of her for for traveling um, and being able to do that. And I, like I said, I encourage everybody to get out there and travel the best you can, even if it's local. Yeah, even if you're getting in what we call staycations, just watch those cameras. We were talking about that last hour. I know, and you can do like I do, is which is I check the. Uh, the political map across the U.S. and I look for red he counties and blue counties. The... I avoid those blue counties. Uh, and they, you know, because usually when you go there, there's more crime. They're trashier. There's junk on the streets. Yeah, it's, it's just it's, not it's, as nice. It's it's rough. It's it's rough to deal with. All right. If you get if you're traveling out there, you get a rock chip in your windshield. Call Diamond Auto Glass. They'll get that fixed for you. Here's their number, 928-779-4140. Um, you get that fixed quick so it doesn't spread, and then you need a costly windshield replacement. That They can help you with that as well. Stop on by their location on 4th Street in Flagstaff or give them a call, like I said, 928-779-4140, or go to thedifferenceisclear.com. More to come. Hang tight. Back in just a minute. to the podcast please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there if you're not listening to the podcast subscribe look up the jeff orbit show also on video rumble follow us there and on youtube subscribe we appreciate everyone who's done that this is the jeff orbit show I've been meaning to hit on this all week. What did you think about? Um, I mean, I think this is absolutely ridiculous. The fines that they put on Trump, um, the fraud case. I think it's a disgrace what's going on for $354 million, uh, $100 million in interest. Right. Uh, and just, and taking like 80 something thousand dollars per day. And then this AG from New York, and I don't know why anyone would live in New York, um, saying that she will. Um, uh, seize assets if if needed to to get this, and I'm, I'm thinking to myself, where does this money even go? It's not going to the victims because there is no victims. Right, the banks didn't file this; they didn't they didn't care. They got paid. They got the loan. The loans were the service. They're trying it's to go to the government. They're trying to break Trump by just taking his money away from him. Yeah, take away all his assets. So he wants to appeal, and to appeal, he's got to put up a bond for the amount four hundred and some odd million dollars. And they also said he cannot borrow that money from a New York bank. So he has to go to he has to find a banker, not associated with New York, to 
loan him the 450 you know potentially could come up with the cash but that's a lot of cash you usually don't even as a billionaire you don't have that much cash laying around well, what bank wants to loan on properties that the government is saying they're going to seize right and what bank wants to loan on what could be conceived as risk high risk at this point you yep. know going forward so they're putting him in, in an impossible situation but it is scary though i mean it's it going back to even covid when you know, I was told as a landlord that you can't kick those people out right. or you can you go file an <laughs> eviction, but you can't collect the money. Uh-huh. So basically they can live in there for free. Um, you know, it's it's just it, it's just the government doing things that I never thought that we would see in this country against against its, its own citizens. Yeah, they really I mean, Trump, you know, he's not perfect. He's no shining star. But, you know, they never went after Biden for all his problems. Never went after Hillary for her email. No, of course not. Stuff they just didn't. If it was, there's um, equal protection clause, which is also the equal conviction clause. You can't convict one person and let another person go of the exact same crime. It's unequal. Yeah, justice. I mean, we had that case here in Arizona where um, the guy was a polygamist, and they tried to convict him. And the judge is like, "You haven't convicted anybody in Colorado City at all. You've never used this against anybody. You can't just single out one person." To punish. Interesting. And it's, you know, I think it's a similar situation with Trump. Yeah. Well, they'll keep going after him. And then um, you still got Nikki Haley in the race. We'll see when she finally, if she ever gets out. She's not going to get out. Yeah. She's, she's just going to hang around and see if something develops. And see if Trump keeps keep uh, getting, she's raising a lot of money. So it's like, why get out when you're funding this machine that you've created? Yeah, it's free so travel. Just, yeah, free travel, travel and free <laughs> exposure. So, uh, but let's get the election going on. All right. Um, tomorrow, weekly roundup. Uh, get you all caught up. I'll try to do a legislative update tomorrow. Try to hit on some uh, things going on at, at the Capitol. Get you caught up there because it's starting to move pretty quick down there. It is with yeah. the bills. Um, new bills. So do that. Um, and if you got any comments, oh, send those in. Olivia is supposed to be by tomorrow as well. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. I hope you all have a great, safe night. Be back here tomorrow at four oh six. Take care. See you soon. The information provided on The Jeff Orvitz Show does not constitute legal, medical, financial, or tax advice. All information is the opinions of the host and guests. You should always seek the advice of a professional regarding any of these complex issues to make sure all circumstances of your situation are properly considered. Hey, if you're listening to the podcast, please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there. If you're not listening to the podcast, subscribe. Look up The Jeff Orvitz Show. Also on video, Rumble, follow us there. And on YouTube, subscribe. We appreciate everyone who's done that. This is the Jeff Orbit Show.